Okay, so we've got a question here from Wade Huchin. Uh, he's over there in the US. He's working with American football at a high school level, and he's asked in the Ask Anything. Um, I guess it's the question is, how can I support my family through my training business? So currently, Wade works as a teacher, and he feels like there's so much risk involved in moving into a business. Now, as a family man, as I know uh, Wade is, and I am myself, you don't want to take risk with this. But what is the risk? What is the true risk? The true risk is that you don't live your potential and you get to the end of life and you're not happy with what you've done. You're full of regrets and you haven't set the example that you would be proud to have set for your loved ones. Um, as a school teacher for Wade, like his, his influence runs far and wide as well through the school system. So really, you know, to me, the biggest risk is to not live well, you know, to left to leave stones unturned, to not achieve what you came here to achieve. And, you know, I love the quote. Uh, it's from Mark Twain. The two important days in your life, the day you're born and the day you work out why. So why were you born, Wade, is the question that I would ask. And I'd ask anyone listening into this, why are you here? You're a human. You've been gifted with this body, gifted with this lifetime. Why are you here? If there was a purpose, if there was a meaning, if you could answer that question, what would it be? And if school teaching and, you know, coaching high school football is it, that's amazing. Do it. There's so much you can do with that. You can be the best teacher in the world. You can be the best, you know, mentor, high school football coach in the world. You know, pursue that vision, pursue that magnificent uh, obsession, that magnificent solution. There's, there are many problems to solve there, right? And if you can solve any of those problems really well, how to coach a high school football team, how to be the best teacher. The best is probably critical language that most people don't resonate with because there's only going to be one best and it's probably not going to be me in any field because there are 7 billion of us, apparently, something around there. There's a lot of humans out there and to be the best is unlikely. If I want to be really fast, I can be really fast. I can get a lot faster and I can be in the top, you know, 100 fastest people in my country for my age if I want to dedicate a lot of energy to that. Am I going to be the fastest person on earth? Probably not. But being excellent is a decision and it's it's an empowering decision. So Wade, like it's really just a question of choosing what you're going to be excellent at, what you, you know, what your gift to the world is. Einstein said we're here to serve others only. I love that quote. That's what Einstein said. He did leave a legacy. He did make an impact. What is it that resonates with you? What is a good life? Defining that, looking at your overall philosophy. You know, Socrates spoke about happiness as being able to look back on your life at the end of your life and say it was a life well lived. It wasn't about any momentary pleasure of having a smile on your face. It was, it was this bigger concept. So if you know that you need to be doing something else, then you need to make it work financially. I understand that. 
So how do we get that done? You know, you you made you you built a new project over the summer or over your last holidays, and you proved your model to an extent, and then you went back to work. That's fine. Look for economic solutions, right? We've got Elite Money Club here. We've got Real Money um, Course, you know, Money Club. You've got access to a billionaire there who's telling you, soon to be billionaire, you know, who's telling you exactly what to do. Um, it's not exactly what to do in the sense of a financial advisor or in the sense of how school works, but it is what to do. Like there are solutions there. It is a way of living, a way of thinking, and it's been working. He's been developing it, refining it for 20 years. It's his magnificent solution. He, you know, Paul Council has developed a magnificent solution and he will stand before kings. Like he is an extremely valuable human who people really are grateful that he's alive. You know, Ben Patrick speaks about how many people are grateful that you're alive. It's not an ego thing. It's a service thing. Who are you serving? How well are you serving them? How could you serve them better? That is how you do it. That's how you do life. How you do money is learn from someone who's got lots of it, especially if they started with not much of a base and they got to a really great point, right? Paul was broke at 40. I don't think you're 40 yet, Wade. You're maybe somewhere around there. What are you going to do, you know? Where's it going to go? Paul was broke at 40. He decided, I don't want to be broke anymore. He was great at a number of things and he'd chosen a life of freedom. He'd been living that life of freedom, but he didn't want to be poor anymore. And he made a decision and he decided to have a million dollars in assets. And three years, nine months later, he did that. His goal was to do it in four years. What's your Olympic goal? What's your four-year cycle? If we start a four-year cycle, where are you going to be four years from now? Four years are likely to pass. If you die in that time, if a comet hits the earth, etc., then we don't need to worry about it. But assuming you're going to be alive four years from now, four years are going to pass, what will you have to show for those years? That's the big decision. That's the big decision. And by choosing what you will have to show for those years, if one of those problems is how do I feed my family, do the numbers, how much money do you need to be making each year? Where could that money come from? Okay, you want to have multiple sources of income. Paul has built five million dollar businesses. Um, I've built three. Learn from people who've built those businesses. You know, learn from people who are great investors. I haven't had success investing yet. A couple of my things have, you know, around about doubled and I'm in a much better position than I've ever been, but I'm not a master investor. Therefore, I'm taking advice for someone who's soon to be a billionaire who knows how to invest. He knows how to trade. He knows how to look at the market cycles. He knows where we are in the economic cycle. So the money solutions are there and they're two separate things. What I'm getting at here, Wade, is there are two separate things. There's the money side of this equation and there's the who are you and why are you here, right? So if you know that magnificent obsession, then it's, well, how do I package this? You know, how do I put it together? How do I put it in front of people? How do I build my, my case studies? All of that process is there for you. You can see real movement, you know, living that and creating it. You can see Ben Patrick, who is, uh, you know, one of the, I guess he is now the biggest success story of anyone who I've offered my support and advice to. 
these examples are here for you to look at and to experiment with and see what resonates with you and create and create and create where the income, the money side of things, well, yeah, the money could come from that, what you create, that service that you provide, monetizing that. But it can also come, you don't actually have to make more money to become financially abundant. This is one of core, one of the core messages of Paul Council is you do not have to increase your income to become financially abundant. You simply have to spend some of that money on things that can increase in value. So are you spending money on things that could make you rich? Because it may only be two, three, four years of putting pennies aside. It doesn't have to be massive chunks of money. Everyone's like, well, I don't have enough money to be an investor. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. If you have any money, you have enough money to be an investor. You can buy like very, very small fractions of assets now. And if you're not doing that, then you, there is no hope for that financial abundance. It doesn't make you a bad person. But if you're, it doesn't matter what your income is, if you're not spending some of that on things that retain or increase their value, then it doesn't matter what your income is. You will always be under financial pressure because you're not buying things that retain or increase in value. If you can be savvy about that and buy things when it's the right part of the economic cycle, if you can build skills to identify exactly which things and assets to buy, then you know, you'll know you do much better. You'll do what Paul's done potentially. Um, but even making bad decisions, if you're buying assets, you're already in the small minority. Most people aren't buying assets. They're buying liabilities. They're buying things that go to zero, right? So make a decision about the income. What, how much money do I need? Make a decision about investing. How much money can I start putting into things that may increase in value? And then choose to serve. Go all in on service. Develop a, the, th- you know, the most valuable product that you can. What we're doing with Elite Money Club is putting together a $25,000 offer. Now, I'm guessing for most people, and this may not be the case for you, Wade, but I'm guessing for most people, selling two, three, four, less than five $25,000 products a year would be life-changing, life-transforming, probably double your income. And you might think, well, I don't have anything that's worth $25,000. No one would ever invest $25,000 in me. How would anyone ever invest $25,000 in anything? But I can tell you there are a lot of people that have invested $25,000 in a lot of things. I've made a bigger investment than that on two occasions, three occasions now so far in my life, and it's not really that big a deal. You know, you want a return on that investment. If you get the return on that investment, then play on. If you don't, then play on. You learn and you keep moving, right? So you say, well, look, I'm not worth $25,000 to anyone in any way. Okay, well, what do you need to do to get to that position? You've got four years. Let's say we're working on an Olympic cycle. What would you have to do to be worth $25,000 from one person, one purchase, four years from now? And this this will, you know, 
challenge a lot of people, this will, uh, a lot of people hate this kind of message. Like, why, why would you want to target the ultra-rich? The rich are doing well anyway. And I, to be, to be brutally honest, I wasn't rich at the time when I made my first 65000 US dollar investment in myself. Obviously, I was in a better position than the large majority of society, but I didn't own a house at that time. And I pretty much, I had no assets. I had some cash. That's, you know, I had a bit of gym gear, like literally nothing. But I decided, look, I need to play at a higher level. The higher level starts in the mind. The higher level doesn't start with other stuff. I wasn't happy with who I was, you know, presenting myself to the world as. And I knew I needed to change that. The way you change that is to associate with people who are operating at a higher level. You, you either engage in constant space repetition. How do you change? How do you change the subconscious mind? If the subconscious mind is directing our lives, how do we change the subconscious mind? We change the subconscious mind through constant space repetition or shock experiences. Going to Hawaii for six days with a mentor was a shock experience. It did push me into new actions that led to new outcomes. And I did get a return on investment from that $65,000. In fact, I probably double, tripled that investment. So, yes, the $25,000 product. If you were going to offer a $25,000 product, what would it be? And how would you deliver that value? You've got four years to be ready to offer that to the world. If you're ready to offer that to the world today, excellent, let's go. If you're not ready to offer that today, then let's do the work on it. Let's read the books, let's find the mentors, let's go and do the internships, whatever needs to happen, but that's where we're headed. Four years, let's go. If it doesn't mean anything to you, then don't do it. But if you really wanna do this, if you really wanna be of service, if you really want financial abundance to live the life that you wanna live, to be that example that you wanna be, then let's go, all in, let's go. What else is there? What's the alternative? Netflix will still be there probably four years from now. It's still gonna be probably full of junk. What are you gonna do? You might be like, well, I'm already really busy. But what are you busy with if you're not doing the things that you value most? Now I understand some people have to they're basically slave away. They're doing things that they don't really wanna be doing. It takes a lot of time and energy and there's not a lot of space for other things. You've got to buy yourself that space. Gradually, you've got to buy yourself that space. But everyone's got some space if they choose to find it. It's just a question of where, where you're going. Look at your phone and look at where the activity there is. You know, how much time are you actually spending on your phone? Is it giving you the result you want? You may decide for this next four-year cycle, I'm going to delete Instagram and Facebook and I'm going to work on myself and I'll come back to those mediums when I'm ready to rumble. If you don't have a product, if you don't have a service, if, you don't, if you're not proud of who you are, if you can't look in the mirror and say, yeah, I'm ready to serve, I'm ready to take this to another level, then delete yourself from social media and build yourself up, build the product, and then relaunch yourself back into the world when you're ready to go. It's one option. It's one possibility. It's one worth considering for those who don't have time and they also don't have money, but they also are spending 10, 20 hours a week uh, on social media, YouTube, etc., etc. You might think, yeah, well, I'm getting educated on them. Well, if it's not working, it's not working, hey? Find a mentor 
choose a, a path of guided learning, follow that path and create. And you don't have to do it that way. It doesn't have to be that drastic. You could say, well, look, I'm not ready for my $25,000 offer, but I'm ready for my $1,000 offer. And if I sold 100 of them, I could retire. Okay, so what could you sell for $1,000? And who are those 100 people? Well, the trick is you don't look at 100 people. You look at one person. If I could find one person who's interested in this thing for $1,000 or $25,000, then there's probably another bunch of people who are kind of like them. Right? So you only ever market to one person. And you could also go and offer your $25,000 product for $50 a month. Has anyone heard of Knees Over Toes Guy? That is a $25,000 product. Why is it a $25,000 product? Because you go from knee surgery, being told you're probably going to need re knee replacements, not being able to play your sport, etc., to standing before kings, you know, to dunking like a beast, splits, speed, you know, really living the dream. Ben lives his dream every day. And so that, that is a $25,000 product. I guarantee you that is a $25,000 product. From the first time I saw what Ben was doing, I said, that's a $25,000 product in my mind on some level. I said, that's, you know, probably not literally, but it's an extremely high value, high level product. And the service has always been there for that as well. Like you can offer that for $25,000. Ben could sell exactly what he sells right now for $25,000 a year. He might only have 100 members. Do the math. He, he re replies on WhatsApp. That every video has feedback and is critiqued. There's new and innovative solutions delivered regularly. There's a weekly uh, newsletter, etc., that is absolutely world class. Uh, you know, Ben is, is is an amazing writer. He invests, so he got a degree in writing. He decided, I want to be an amazing writer. He's also writing a science fiction book and phenomenal. You know, with the with words, right? So he's built one skill to a very high level before he got on Instagram and Facebook. He built another skill of coaching people. Uh, for athletic ability, he got mentored by Charles Poliquin, who I believe is the best strength coach for athletic development to have lived before Ben. And he got mentored by him, right? So he became a great writer. He became a great student of Charles's. And then he made it his own. Good artists copy, great artists steal. Pablo Picasso said that. And he was a great artist. And he stood before kings, right? So you, then you go and make it your own. Ben isn't trying to be Charles Poliquin. His arms, you know, Poliquin would make fun of his arms all day, right? But Ben doesn't want to be Charles Poliquin. Ben wants to be Ben. And because Ben has done Ben, he's stolen. He's made it his own. What's stealing is not, it's not stealing in the material sense. It's, it's that it belongs to you. It no longer belongs to that person by copying. A lot of people have copied Charles Poliquin and they've, they've been spin-offs of Charles and they've copied his his way of being and his mannerisms and his arms training, etc., And that's fine. And you can be good with that. You can be good through copying, but to be great, you have to steal. Ben's done something with the Poliquin methodology and way of understanding 
structural balance and force curves and strength curves. He would never have done what he's done without Charles. I think you know he's he's quite clear with that. But Charles didn't do what Ben's done. Charles didn't have anywhere near the impact that Ben is having on knees and jumping ability and sprinting speed. Ben solved it better. He's made key innovations. He's not using all those different variations of the leg curl. And it still works. He's not doing all the arm work and it still works. There's key innovations, which, you know, Charles delivered a lot to the world. He, lived, he, he, he delivered a massive broad message about lots of things with biosignature and he was into kinesiology and bios, you know, um, the biosignature stuff was, was extremely innovative. Um, fat tool and all the different innovations, PIMS technique and, Huge, huge, huge service and, and, and addition to the world. Ben has decided to go a very different path. He's solving, you know, one thing, but by solving that one thing, he actually has testimonials where people say, well, I used to not have much of a reason to live and now I have a lot of reason to live. So he's actually getting to the root of human happiness and, and really serving through the energy that he delivers, knee training. He tried a bunch of other programs, he did AFL programs and ice hockey programs and throwers programs and all these sorts of things, even within the last two years. And he can do all those things very well, but it's not what the world wants from him. And so it doesn't actually serve in the way that he would like to serve, right? So I'm talking a lot about Ben, but I'm, it's, it's related to you. It's related to you, Wade, you know, who I'm making this, this video for, um, but it's related to anyone who's, who's tuning in. Like choose, choose your obsession, choose your solution and deliver it to the world. I can't go really narrow like Ben. I'm not telling you you have to do that. You know, Joe Rogan hasn't done that. Joe Rogan is an extremely successful human making a massive contribution to society and a company just decided to pay him $100 million to do what he wanted to do anyway. Ben's in the same scenario. He's doing what he wants to do and he's worked out how to serve others with it, right? So what I was getting at with Ben's was it's okay to charge $50 a month for your $25,000 service. Choose your price point around your own business goals and how many people you want to serve. It's, it's some people's worst nightmare to have 6,000 customers. You want to serve those 6,000 plus people, but how are you going to serve them? Well, Ben's doing that and he's getting amazing feedback and the result is there and he's happy doing that. My other biggest mentor and person who I, you know, I'm most inspired by right now at this time in my life other than Ben is Paul Council. Paul wants to work with, I don't know how many people he works with one-to-one, -one, but it's probably less than 20, definitely less than 50 because I have three-hour phone calls with him and Often it's almost on demand. I'll message him, hey, what are you up to? And if I know it's the right kind of time of day, if he can, he'll go like, yeah, I'll just grab a coffee and let's let's speak. Like where do you get someone who's soon to be a billionaire, like nine-figure wealth, who's ready to just jump on a call? It's because he do he's doing what he loves. He wants to see me make transformation in myself and deliver my potential to the world. Obviously, he loves that because he wouldn't be having three-hour conversations with me at the drop of a hat 
if he wasn't. There are a lot of mentors out there who will offer you for $25,000 a year, half an hour, bi-monthly, and they will be your mentor. Paul's is more like three hours a week and plus all the other time, you know, with the Elite Money Club time, it's a huge, huge service that he's offering to me and it's at a fraction of the value that I'm already getting for it. If you can do that and offer much more value than what you're asking someone else for in terms of what they're paying for it, then you'll, you'll explode. You know if your business is doing that or not because it's either exploding or it's not, right? So Paul basically built his business on word of mouth. I mean, he did, yeah, he did market and advertise and whatnot as well, but um, at some point, you know, it's basically just people who approach him and say, will you work with me? He only wants to work with a handful of people. Ben wants to work with thousands and thousands. You know, Ben will have 100,000 members. Ben, he's probably already worked with, let me guess, 20,000 people. I probably had 20,000 customers since we first spoke. Maybe more, probably more. There's probably a lot of people who just do a month, get as much information as they can, and then save their pennies after that. There are a lot of people who don't have a ton of money, who love basketball and love jumping, etc. They probably take that approach. So my guess is Ben's worked with 20,000 people. My guess is Paul has probably worked with a few thousand and he probably currently works with you know, 20 or so people uh, in depth, right? So there are different approaches that you can take here. Obviously, Paul is, is charging more. I, I, I asked Paul about this one day and he said, look, if you worked with Gandhi, how many more people would you need to work with? Right, so Socrates mentored Plato. Plato mentored Aristotle. Aristotle and mentored Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great conquered most of the known world. Now, maybe you don't want to go and conquer, but there was some intelligent thought going on through that chain. Did Socrates mentor a million people? Probably not. Probably, I don't think the Wi-Fi was that good at that time. Did you know? Did Plato go and try and speak to every person he could speak to? I don't think so, right? You're looking, some people just want to look for who is a worthy student, who are the people who are really going to utilize and use this information, who do I want to interact with? You know, Paul has a big screening process, um, values and um, understanding your genius type and things like this and an in-depth conversation before he offers his service to anyone. He doesn't want to just grab people's money. So who do you really want to work with? How many people do you want to work with? What would you like them to invest in exchange for that? I asked Paul why it's not $100,000 a year. Looking at his service and his resume and his current financial status, I, don't, I was confused about why, he wouldn't, why it wouldn't be $100,000 a year. When I first spoke to him, I thought he was asking me, um, I thought he was asking me for $180,000 to work with him for the year. And I thought, oh, that's 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 going to be tough. But let's let's find a way. Let's find a way to do the first couple of months. And if we're getting some return on investment, then you know it's going to pay for itself, and we'll keep going. Fortunately, it wasn't that much, but it easily could be with his resume. I asked him, why do you not want to work with people? You know, why why isn't one hundred thousand dollars a year? And he said, well, look, I've done that. I've done. I don't know exactly what his number was, but he, he's done much more premium one-to-one service 
than what he's you know charging me, what I'm investing with him. And he said, look, you, you know, you, you get people at a different stage in their life for that sort of money and they have different expectations and I work at the price point that I like working at, right? So at his price point, he gets people, I guess, somewhat like me and they're probably having some level of success. They've got a, you know, they've got a business, they've got an income, they've got some time and space to make some changes in their life. They're, they're fairly committed compared to, you know, someone on the average wage to make this sort of investment or you know, not loaded, not financially abundant. That's the price point he's chosen. So choose yours based on who you want to work with. Ben wants to you know, rescue high school kids because that's what he was. He was a high school kid who missed out on going to Div 1 college because he couldn't get his knees right. He could play basketball. I've seen him play basketball. He can play basketball. He's played against, you know, he's playing against Div 1 college guys when I was there and crushing them. As a six-two white guy against you know six-five, six-six, six-seven um, players who played professionally in Europe, etc., he was crushing them. <laughs> so it was his knees that stopped him from playing Div One college and probably playing in the NBA. But maybe that's his gift because now he's changing so many lives, right? So whatever your challenges have been, that's that's the solution. Like that's where your solutions will be whatever you've struggled most with. I couldn't put on any muscle mass. Learning strength training was a, has been a gift for me. You know, so the, the battle to put on mass was is, is a gift. The battle of poor digestion has been a gift to build health and vitality. Um, you know, the battle of the financial stress that I had last year is a gift because now I've, you know, learned so much more about money and I'm on a better path and I think I, I'm going to help a lot more people through combining movement and money because I'm so passionate about getting a result with them and I'm having more of the courage to address movement, money and mind because, yeah, it's just it's naked without them. Like who would Joe Rogan be without his, uh, you know, his jiu-jitsu as well as his work with the UFC as well as his work with um, or his hunting and his love of, you know, the game and all that stuff, as well as his podcast. Like, it's all those things together that make him special and who he is. So expressing, for me at least, expressing all of who I am or more of who I am is really what I want to do and uh, where I think I'm going to end up being of most service to humanity. Like, it's the journey to real freedom. I'm not interested in being in a little box and providing a juggling solution to the world, etc. You know, real movement as only physical training, it doesn't really interest me. Like I would, you, you would do it to a point to get the money to be able to move on to the next thing. And that's okay. If people want it, that's okay. If you want to be a body composition coach right now, because that's where the money is, and that's going to help you to move to where you want to go to, and the other person is getting what they want out of the transaction, then you know that that is economy there's nothing wrong with that but it's probably not where you're going to make your millions it's probably not where you're really going to serve your highest purpose and you want to keep moving towards what you actually would love to do pretty in depth ask me anything this is uh, episode one dedicated to wade hope you appreciate it if you listened in drop me a line let's go